Have you heard of the Bellsmith? He's absolutely amazing. They make the most custom and unique bells. They made one for my son on the championship run in Omaha in 2021. They make game day bells, swashbuckler, artillery, junction, pirate, you name it, they can make it. You can check them out on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram, or you can find them in different places around Starkville like Maroon & Company. So have them make your custom bell today. Yo, what is up, everybody? It is time again for the In Off the Bench podcast. I am Daniel Ball, and I'm joined as always by my co-host, my partner in crime, my brother from another mother, Jim Cross. Jim, Randy's got the night off, but that's not going to keep us from doing what we do best. But before we get to our episode tonight, I got to know, man, how was your weekend? Excellent. Went down to Baton Rouge, got to watch some LSU baseball Got to see Paul Dean, bro. That dude is a real deal on the mound. Dylan Cruz with the leadoff bomb. Got to see Braden Jobert try to go for the cycling. Good things. And then Randy, he's not here tonight, but hey, he made it up there and watched the Tennessee-Memphis uh, doubleheader. Tennessee baseball is good. I know college baseball isn't here yet. But man, a lot of things to look forward to in college baseball. I mean, don't forget about that Memphis women's soccer. The AAC champs. Big, big tournament set up for them, though, man. We'll, we'll dive into all that and more later on in the week. But, man, let's get to it. We got episode 26 coming at you titled Madison County Bomber because, you know what? I don't even want to wait. I just want to get right to it, dude. Help me welcome onto the show with the biggest interview and in podcasting this week, Mississippi State baseball star, All-American, Hunter Hines. Hunter, my man, welcome to the show. How are we doing tonight? We're doing good. How about you? Man, blessed. Mississippi State baseball, it's near and dear to our heart, man. Our our biggest audience is Mississippi State fans. So to talk to you, man, obviously, freshman All-American, big hype around you, big hype around the team, going to bounce back. So we're going to get into all that. But some things I want to get into first. Starting, man, I saw the ad dropped, uh, you know, Shared it. Mississippi State Baseball did a little promo of you in a uh, Halloween costume for for Spirit Halloween. I got to ask you, if that costume really came out, man, you think it'd be a high seller? I don't know. It might. I don't know. Uh, uh, I really don't know how popular I am here because I kind of stay in my own world. But I guess it'd be when you hit massive bombs like you do, Hunter, you're pretty popular, bro. Yeah, I don't know. Well, it doesn't come with a bat slip in the kit. So, you know, for any of those who might want to be Hunter Hines, have their kids dress as Hunter Hines, make sure they watch the videos, learn learn the flip, get the kit, and be Hunter. But, uh, you know, on the, and seeing all these Halloween parties with all these college baseball players, a lot of good costumes, some bad costumes, got some Ole Miss baseball players dressed as cheerleaders. Tell me you didn't do nothing like that. If you went to a party, would you dress like Hunter? Uh, I think I'd. On Halloween, I dressed up as a hippie. That's all. I just wore blue jeans and boots and a little hippie kind of tie-dyed shirt. That's about it. Kept it simple. I like it. It seems about right for for you, uh, if anything I've picked up on. 
So uh, one more little Halloween thing, you know, we just kind of keep the theme, you know, do you got a scary movie you like? You got a favorite scary movie? Uh, I like Halloween, the Halloween movies. They're pretty cool. That's all I used to watch on Halloween. I mean, simple, like you said. Yeah, can't go wrong. Can't roll wrong. But, you know, let's get to serious business. You know, uh, before we get into your story and Daniel's going to find out everything about you, we need to know something right now. A lot of people want to know. Um, you're recovering from an injury. For those who don't know, man, tell us what's going on. What's the rehab process? And when do you expect to be fully recovered? So uh, about, I want to say September 23rd, I was uh, shagging balls in the outfield, working on my outfield, and I took a dive and landed on my glove hand, which which broke in completely in half. So, I mean, it was bad at that time, but – um, it's been, I think, seven weeks today, and um, I got it off today, actually. So we're getting the rehab process set tomorrow, you know, rice buckets, all that good stuff, and I, I should be back swinging 100% in about two weeks. So that's good. I'm glad it happened early. I, I got I to ask, well, what are you doing diving for balls while you're out there taking BP shagging? What's going on, man? That That's on me. I don't know. I <laughs> oh man you know it it's it's just one of those things man like you like we got guys on here and it's they say how easy it is to get injured by doing silly things like that because you only like it's hard to turn the brain off from playing one way so like when you're out there you're shagging balls you only know one way to do it and that's just to go full bore so i i I feel you when when you go out there and you do something like that because it's it's really hard to turn the switch off because when you're on the field, man, you got to be so locked in all the time. So, you know, hopefully the injury is, isn't setting you back any further than you need to, and you can get back out there. But, you know, man, before we get and talk injury and and moving past it and forward and all that good stuff, we got to go back. Tell me a little bit about where you're from. I'm from, Madison, Mississippi, which isn't, I mean, it's down in central Mississippi. It's about two hours from Starkville. Uh, I went to Madison Central High School, which has always produced pretty good ball players. Uh, I think we got a boy up here named Ross Highfield. I played with him. He was a junior while I was a senior. And I'm sure y'all know Braden Montgomery. He went to Stanford. We, he, was, he was on my senior high school baseball team. So, I mean, Madison's always produced pretty good ball players. And, I mean. Do you know one of the greatest kickers to ever kick a football came out of Madison Central? Yeah, he kicked. Uh, he, he used to kick. Did he? Is he still kicking for the Patriots, or he used to kick for the Patriots? He used to kick for the Patriots. Not sure what he's doing now, but he he he's one of the best kickers out of the University of Memphis. And I don't I don't say that lightly because there's there's a lot of good kickers that come out of that school, but um. You know, you talk about being from Madison Central, you know, Central Mississippi, a couple hours away from Starkville. Um, what is it like growing up there? Are you are you with mom, dad, brothers, sisters? Yeah, so I have two sisters. Um, my oldest sister married C.T. Bradford, who in 2013 and 2014 and all four years he played up here, played for Mississippi State center fielder. They went to the college world series championship game lost two out of three to us ucla i believe and um 
Yeah, but him and my dad were really like ones that really got me, you know, trained me a lot growing up, throwing me back in practice, all that stuff. And going and watching CT play is really probably the biggest reason I grew up as a Mississippi State fan. But um, yeah, that's kind of that's kind of why I'm here. Them but so, so that's 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 baseball, man. I, I can only imagine you gotta. Are you a football guy? You're you're a big dude, man. I, like I picture you with some pads on and being like equally as good at, at football as you are baseball. Yeah, I played football my sophomore and junior year, and decided I didn't really want to go play college football because I really wasn't quite big enough. I was a little bit undersized for the position I was playing, and. Uh, turned to baseball and it worked out pretty good for me yeah so far so good um you know during your journey you know as an athlete and growing up are there any college or professional athletes outside of ct that you you know look to or inspired to be like or you were like man i'd love my my game to be molded after that guy i really wouldn't say really my father he played baseball for a long time he uh he got drafted a couple of times and I mean, he never really went – he kind of molded me the way that he was kind of and a left-handed hitter and all that stuff. So, I kind of just tried to be me growing up. And so, you, you mentioned – I, I guess. Yeah, you, you, you mentioned, you know, going to Madison Central for high school. Um, you know, I, I want to get right to it, man. Your senior year, you played the number one ranked high school team in the country, according to Baseball America. Uh, you were finished 34 and two. You won Mississippi State title 6A. Um, tell me a little bit about that season, what it's like to be, you know, accolades like number one in the nation and being a state champion. Uh, I mean, you had three key guys, really. You had me, Ross, and Braden, and we kind of we kind of led that group, and we really. Really, up until the end, after we won the state championship, we really didn't – We our eyes really went on the national championship because we didn't know that was a thing, really. Um, but we knew we had a pretty good shot the whole year with the talent and stuff that we could easily make a run in playoffs. Well, not only did you make a run in playoffs, I mean, your stat line, obviously, I mean, speaks volumes. It was borderline ridiculous. You had – 465 batting average, 55 RBIs, 38 runs, seven bombs. Um, you know, talk to me a little bit about how it felt to have such good or great individual success. And, you know, looking back on that season, did you meet the expectation that you set forth for yourself? Uh, I actually didn't meet my expectations. I kind of – my goal was to hit double-digit home runs and hit 500. But I was a little bit short. I fell a little bit short, but uh, no, it was a good season for me. Uh, I had a good hitter behind me. I had Braden hit behind me, so they had to pitch to me a little bit. And we kind of worked. We kind of fed off each other. So Daniel, you, do you know who they took out on that run to that state title? Hunter Elliott and Tupelo, bro. Mm-hmm. That's, a, that's pretty, pretty good stiff competition. And then – you know, what's, what's crazier is that, you know, Hunter, you go, oh, well, my goal was to hit 500. So every other time you got to the plate, you were looking to get on, you know, get a hit. And you wanted double-digit home runs, and you only got seven, man. Like, Jim, we say it all the time. Can you just, like, sprinkle a little bit of that on, on us? Just, just a little bit of, like, 
the ability to do something special because that, my friend, is special. I mean, guys want to hit over 300, Daniel, and he wants to hit 500. Hey. <laughs> I mean, my hat's off. I mean, I mean, 465, I mean, you might, might as well be 500, man. Yeah, I mean, I kind of kind of went a little lower there at the state championship game, the last game, and kind of brought me down. But, no, it was a good year. So, you know, obviously a lot of success at the high school level, but um, – you know, we we talk to a lot of guys and, and even even all athletes that we have on, they they mention, you know, travel ball, AAU ball, they mentioned club ball. So, you know, I, I gotta bring it up. Was was Madison Central being as prestigious of a unit or as prestigious of a high school as it was, or was it travel ball that really started getting you looks and getting you interest from other colleges? Uh, I would say it was a healthy mix. You know, I had Coach Roby, my high school coach, helping me out, calling coaches. And, uh, well, to be honest, I really wasn't highly recruited at all. Uh, I had two offers, and that was Texas A&M and Mississippi State. Everything else, that's all I had. That's two really so nice offers, year. though, Hunter. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. they were really late. They were my start of my senior year. Um, I played my junior summer – with Chris Nopek and his summer baseball team. And that kind of – I had a good summer and got me on the – you know, got me on the board a little bit and helped me out. And then I had a really good uh, senior year, which helped me a lot too. So, obviously, you know, the, the combination of, of high school at Madison Central and then your travel ball, um, you know, really got colleges on your radar. And, and when was it, you know, obviously, you know, it was you said later, but when was it where you go? You know what, Mississippi State's my school. And then what was it about Mississippi State where you were like, I'm a hundred percent sold? It, it's them. Uh, I'm gonna think. Let's see. I think it was. I want to say July seventh is when I committed to Mississippi State my junior summer. Uh, it was the day after Chris Lamonis coach. Coach Lamonis called me and offered me because um, I want to say about that Friday before is when Texas A&M offered me. So it was, it was bang, bang. It was right there. I had to make a decision. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I always grew up going to Mississippi State games, watching the atmosphere, the fans, all the stuff, the, the grill smoke in left field and all that stuff. I mean, that's, I mean, I, that's just where I wanted to be, honestly. So, All right. So what's it like coming in freshman year to a team that's coming off winning the national championship, Hunter? Uh, it was – I mean, it was kind of – it was there. I mean, we everybody knew they just won it. We kind of – I don't want to say a hangover, but, I mean, they knew they had a great year. They deserved what, everything they got, you know. And I just come in there like – I haven't done anything yet, so I was kind of—I don't know how to say it—earning my spot and earning my respect, kind of. And uh, well, I wanted the same year they had the year before, but I knew it was going to be tough because you had a target on your back the whole year, wanting to knock off the champions, and it was just—it was a tough year for us. 
Yeah, absolutely. You know, obviously, like you said, you got that target on your back and it's hard. I mean, in any sport, but especially college baseball to run it back and, and repeat. And, you know, Mississippi State, obviously, you know, you go in there, you know, the success they've had and uh, their runs to Omaha even before they won the national championship. But so the expectations still got to be um, to make it there. So when you get there, you know, what we hear from all the guys that come from your team is, um, you know, guys that take them under their wing, guys that they build relationships with instantly. For you, who were those guys that you really connected with when you got on the team? Uh, I would probably say the two older guys that I kind of day one got to know would be Luke Hancock, first baseman, you know, kind of shoved me the ropes a little bit. Uh, then I moved on, Brad Combus, left field a little bit. Um and pressing a little bit. I mean, they, they helped me out a lot growing up a little bit and showed me, you know, hey, it's going to be tough, but you can't you lose your edge either. So, I mean, they yeah. helped me out. Yeah, and I mean, I don't I don't know Brad too well. Um, Obviously, Luke and um, Preston have been guests of the show, and I know Preston really well. So, I mean, really good guys that definitely are, are guys you want to get connected with. Like you said, show you the ropes. Um you know, give you good mentorship. So I, I like I like the three guys that you, you know, chose out. But, you know, first game you step out as a Mississippi State player onto the prestigious field of Duty Noble, man, what are the emotions like? I mean, you the dude is just the dude. And so, like, when you get out there and it's official, man, what's going through your mind? Well, I mean, so we used to – we take that in practice, right? And they have the gates closed and everything. And, and I'm sitting there starting – you know, I knew I was starting it, and I saw the lineup come up. I'm hitting BP. I'm like, ah, man, right here. It's a little cold. It's probably, it was about 50 degrees playing Long Beach. And uh, we went in, get dressed, have our meeting, and we come back out, and it's packed. I think there was 14,000 fans there or something, white out. And I just like, hmm, this ain't no joke. Yeah, did, did you get a little nervous, or were you more excited about the idea of the fact that you had that many fans there? I was, I don't know how to, I mean, I was a little bit of both. I was like, dang, I hope I don't mess up. And then on the other hand, I was like, Aaron, there's a lot of people to watch me hit. <laughs> I mean. Yeah, no, there's there was definitely a, a lot of people there to see you, man. There was a lot of hype, obviously, studying on a lot of Mississippi State and um, big things coming in. And, you know, with that, man, you started all 56 games, hitting 300 um, 63 hits, 13 of those being doubles. You had a triple, which I'm proud of you, my man. Big guys running out triples, uh, 16 home runs. You drove in the second most RBIs, uh, you know, had the longest hitting streak of the year with 12, and you were obviously a freshman All-American. So we talked about expectations, and I'm kind of scared to ask this question, Hunter, after what you said about high school, but did you meet your expectations uh, for yourself individually? Uh, yes and no. I wanted to hit around 330-ish, kind of. and But I did meet my – I didn't think I would hit that many home runs. So, I mean, you got to give and take a little bit with there. So, yeah, I would say I met my expectations, but I'm not satisfied with it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, it's pretty cool when you think about it. Daniel, he said he wanted double-digit home runs in high school, didn't get it done, but then – you know, comes out comes out to SEC baseball and he he puts sixteen out there. So you know, I, I think he was, I think he was sandbagging in high school. <laughs> we see you. We we know what you're up to, but yeah, man. And uh, hey, he's got a couple, Daniel. They're still in orbit, bro. There's no there's no doubt. I forgot 
As a matter of fact, you're going to have to remind me right off the top, Hunter, because I know you're going to know what I'm talking about. There's one still traveling, man. What was the one that you hit that, um, I mean? You, Missouri. Missouri. Daniel, this thing, dude. Oh, man. It's still traveling. It'll land eventually. Without yeah, it oh, it's hammered down the right field line. No doubt about it. It's gone as a fair as a cow. It's fair. It took forever to get down. And finally, when it does, you can officially say it's a home run for Hunter Hines. He hit it in the jet stream in the home run. I love when you do that, Daniel. Hunter, I didn't even know he had that clip. Dang. Dang. I, I, I do some research every now and then. <laughs> so yeah, I got a hold of that one. Yeah, no, no doubt. And uh, I hope I can't wait to see it this year. I hope you get a hold of double double the amount you did this past season. But as a team, man, let's talk about it. You guys dealt with a lot of injuries, adversity out the gate throughout the season. You know, like you said, it didn't go the way you would have liked. Um, but there were some high points in the season. Being a Mississippi native, man. You know, I was there for it. Talk to me about the series against Ole Miss. How much fun was it taking that series in Swayze? That that was the probably you're right, the highlight of our year. I mean, we had a down year and we didn't we didn't perform good and we had injuries, but it's like a, a flip switch for us when we played them and we were just we we're balls to the walls. And, I mean, we got the job done there. That was a lot of fun. Yeah, no doubt. And outside of that series, obviously you won that one. Win or lose, you know, what was your what was your favorite series, you know, SEC experience, whether it was something that you did individually, whether it was team, you know, what what was the cool experience? Could have been on the road, could have been at home, you know, what was it? The Alabama game Friday night. And why yeah. that one? They're down by two. Uh, I think LT, I think Cam struck out, Luke hit a ground ball, fly out something, there's two outs, Luke, and Logan gets up, gets down two strikes, 0-2 real fast, and we're like, dang, he works with Walk, and then I come up, it's 2-1, and I hit the two outs down the right field line, hit a tie the game, and then we turn around, and RJ's off the next inning and hits a walk-off on him. That was probably the funnest game. No doubt. We got to we got to talk to RJ about that moment. Uh he, he was a guest as well. And uh that I think that uh was his favorite moment as well. So that's that's pretty cool that you brought that one up. So, you know, we talk about, you know, your injury and everything. You've been able to watch, you know, what's going on during the fall. Um, you guys didn't make the postseason, so I know it leaves you hungry. Like I said, perennial Omaha team. Um, so talk to me about what you've been seeing this fall. You you know, you've got the the view. You're not actually out there playing. So you're getting to see a little more than you normally would. Um, tell me about some guys, you know, not the returning guys. Tell me about whether freshmen, transfer incoming guys, um, pitchers, hitter. Tell me, tell me who to look for, who's impressed you. Uh, I would say probably we got a bunch of pitchers, a bunch of new pitchers throwing real hard, really hard. Uh, I would say on the pitching side, you have Colby Holcomb. He's from junior college in Mississippi. He's are really hard, 6'8", 260 pounds, 98-99, flamethrower, probably be our closer. And then you got Aaron Nixon from Texas, really good cutter guy, 92-94, dirty. And then you got uh, Nate Dome. He is a, another good right-handed arm, 96-98. Um, then you got Durangelo. He throws both hands. Pretty cool. 
Yeah, uh, that, that's one of the coolest things, seeing that, for sure. Yeah. And you've, you've heard of him, right? You heard about that cat? Yeah. Yeah, he's pretty he's he's pretty he's pretty nasty from the left side. And then we got a, another freshman, he's from DeSoto Central, Bradley Lofton. He's he's dirty. He's I've dirty. I've gotten to call a, a few of his games, Hunter, and yeah, um I've got to watch him go toe to toe um in some big time games. Uh, I'm looking forward to definitely watching him. Um you know, you haven't mentioned his uh, the other guy's name yet. I haven't seen how he's done, but him and Brock Tapper, I got to watch all their high school games, so I look forward to see what they do with you guys for sure. Yeah, Bradley, I, I faced him one time. He's pretty, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Yeah, no, uh, that y'all didn't, uh, y'all didn't face DeSoto Central uh, this or not this past season, but the season before, y'all didn't face them at all at Madison Central that year, that senior year for you, did you? Mm-mm, no, we played. Like you said, Tupelo. We normally would play DeSoto that year. I think they had an off year or whatever. Yeah, I'm gonna travel back for a minute. Did you did you by chance hit a bomb off a uh, hunter at any point? No, but I did hit one off his uh right leg, line drive back up the middle. Oh man, that's our boy. Don't hurt nobody. <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Looks like he turned out just fine, right? Winning that right. good year. <laughs> so so hitting, man. Tell us, uh, you know, in that batting lineup, man. We obviously know the returning guys like you and and Kellum and Hancock and whatnot. Tell tell us who else we need to be looking for that maybe nobody doesn't know about yet. Uh, Slade Alford, third baseman. He's be a sophomore. He's in my class. He played a little bit last year. He's uh, to me, he's gotten way better. He played summer ball this year and um, bigger, more physical, grown up a little bit. You know, he's just learning how to hit. Um, Colton Ledberger, he's from Sanford, outfielder, really good hitter. Um, he's a left-handed hitter as well. I think he'll be up in the lineup with us. And um, Amani Larry, he's pretty good. He's, I think he's a leadoff kind of guy, second baseman. Um, he can put the ball in play, slap it around a little bit. And I think he'll be good for us too. Yeah, no, no doubt. I've been I've been paying attention, but you know, I want I want to ask you this question since we've talked about you know, obviously you've clearly had expectations for yourself. You know, we're talking about these other guys, but for you yourself, you know, um, well, what is the batting average you're looking for, and what is the home runs you're looking for? Like, you know, the 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 minimal. What are you looking for? The minimum this coming year. Yeah. Oh, uh, that's that's gonna be tough. Uh, I won't say the minimum home runs I want is probably twenty. And where you want where you want that batting average at? Minimum probably three thirty. I gotcha. Well, I believe in you. I think we're gonna see it and get that wrist healed up. Well, I'm gonna end with this. I'm gonna let Daniel play a game with you, man. My son, you see me. You know, I've got the LSU stuff on. I am an LSU fan, but um, we go to all the Mississippi State games because my son bleeds maroon and white. Cameron James and Landon Sims were his two favorite players. They are now gone. There is vacancy, Hunter. You can be that guy. There's a chance to step step up and be and, and be his favorite guy. So, man, hey, I'm gonna tell you right now, 20 plus bombs will do that for a 10 year old kid. So, so go ahead and go out there and do your thing. I want to see my son out there wearing your jersey. And it's gonna be a fun ride. I look forward to seeing you guys and uh man getting it turned around and and, and wish y'all nothing but the best of luck. Heck yeah. All right, Hunter, man. It's it's that time in the episode before you get out of here. We got to play a quick little game called this or that. You down to play? 
Yep. Let's go. All right. So it's very simple. I'll give you two options. All you got to do is pick one option or the other. Just be really decisive and choose one. Don't say both and don't say neither. Just go with your gut. Go with your heart, man, and, and pick pick the one that, that you feel the most connected with. All right. All right. Easy question. Or I think it's an easy question. Ribs or steak? Steak. How do you like your steak? Yeah. I need to know that. Medium rare. Oh, my rare. God. Another one. Daniel, how do you There's... eat yours? Uh, yeah, that's the only way to eat a steak. Oh, you, man, I'm kicking my wife to your house, bro. I don't eat it that way. Man. Do you like it rare? No, man, it's got to be medium, man. Y'all got to, I'll be pulling hers off so early, it's still bleeding. I'm like, man, it ain't ready. I keep mine on there, and she tells me mine looks burnt. I don't understand how y'all eat it while that thing's still bleeding like that. Nah. Well, well you, like you got to, yeah, man, it's, steak continues to cook when it's off the heat. So yeah. you got to remember that, man. That's that's your problem. That's where you mess up. You think that's what's wrong with my life, Daniel? I've been eating my steak wrong. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> well, let me tell you right now, if on the on the question itself, because you know this is a newly added question. Clearly, uh, I take ribs, bro, all day, every day. Really, really. Well, that's a that's a silly silly answer. Yeah, I'm you, take Daniel, do you remember what my first job was when we were fourteen? I worked at Brad's Barbecue working the rib rack, son. I love me some ribs. Well. It, it doesn't beat steak, but that's, that's neither here nor there. All right, Hunter, who wins in a home run derby? Kellen, Kellen Clark or Logan Tanner? Mm. Oh, that's a tough one. I'm going to have to go with Kellen. All right. Hit it. Who wins between Kellen and yourself? Me. <laughs> no hesitation no hesitation that's the way to do it right there all right hunter would you rather go to the beach or go to the lake go to the lake what are we doing at the lake are we just chilling in the boat are we fishing probably fishing you know right. swimming a little bit i just don't like sand and salt i mean i don't the beach is just it's all right for a couple of days yeah i can respect that would you rather go to a concert or a sporting event? So let's let's put it in perspective here. This isn't just like a a Thursday night going down to the, the old dive and, and and hear some live music. This is a bucket list concert versus a bucket list sporting event. Probably sporting event. I'm not huh. big on concerts. No, no, what you don't listen to music at all? I do, but I mean I don't know how much fun sitting in the nosebleeds listen to songs when i could listen to well, that's that's the problems man the right people are not taking care of you if you're in the nosebleeds hunter <laughs> it, it, it it ain't about the performance it's about hearing the music so if you can hear the music in the nosebleeds that's a great seat hunter <laughs> i'd rather watch the world series game seven you know i don't know so that's that's your bucket list if you could pick any sporting event that's you're going to go to a game seven if it's one of my favorite teams, yeah, probably. All right. Cool. Just thinking about music, I'm intrigued. You you like music, obviously, but you don't care to go to a to a concert over a sporting event. But let's say you know you're like, hey DB, let's let's go for a ride, and I hop in your car and we go cruising. Like, what is on? What 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 are we listening to? Probably country. 
That's that's just me. And Daniel's getting out of the truck instantly. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what kind of country? Uh, who, country, who, country. Who, who though? Uh, Jason Aldean, Justin Moore, Tyler Childers, stuff like that. Daniel, you didn't know anything after he said Aldean, did you? No, not at all. It was, it was like <laughs> it was like our last guest who was like, "Yeah, Zach Bryan," and I was like. Like Brian, who is that? I have no idea, but hey, yeah. hey, it's all right. Look, hey, one of one of my Daniel, one of my favorite things, and Hunter will agree with this. One of my favorite things about going to a Mississippi State baseball game uh last year, you know, he mentioned Brad Cumbus. Is that Kellum and Brad would bat back to back, and you would have Eminem followed by John Deere Green. You talk about completely opposite ends of the spectrum. Eminem and Joe Diffie. I mean, <laughs> Joe Diffie, and that's 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 a throwback right there, Joe Diffie. Yeah. All right, man. Would would you rather have intense pain for ten minutes or dull pain all day long? Intense pain. Pain for ten minutes. Yeah, intense pain, I think, yeah, that's the way to go. Nothing is more annoying and nagging than having, like, a little dull ache and pain all day long. Yeah. So, let, let me get it over yeah. with quickly and, and, and move on. He's probably been dealing with that hurt. dull pain with that yeah. wrist right now. Oh, I bet. Yeah, about two months. Well, soon soon enough, man, soon enough. Uh, would you rather be a hero or a villain? Uh, probably hero. All right, so you know, I want to I want to rewind a little bit. Jim said his son needs a new favorite player, and right now this question you picked hero. So the next follow up to this, you might with the right answer work your way into having a new favorite fan. So who is your favorite hero? Oh, uh, probably look at Superman. Superman, is that your final answer? I, I'm I'm gonna have to. Yeah, he's over Batman. Slightly Ooh. over, slightly over Batman. Talk talk about a perfect episode for Randy to be missing. If you would have said that with our other host here, oh, it'd be anarchy because Batman is everything to him. Yeah, oh, really. Well, so here here's what I will tell you the the test to gain a new fan you failed i'll tell you that um but you, but you had to so, say a marvel so, avenger you had to super superman over spider-man which is jim's son's uh favorite hero is way better so i will say that so you're in the right direction as far as what's cool and what's not but it's nowhere near cooler than batman nobody's cooler mm. than batman Dude, you're wrong. This got hit, this got heated. Um, the last episode with Braden Joe Bear from LSU, he actually yeah. said Spider Man, and these boys got into an argument with him, and it went to a Marvel DC thing. And I think that's why we're kind of expanding on it tonight. Usually, it's just a simple answer. We ask who and why, and it kind of ends there. And so now, like, we're kind of getting deeper into this whole superhero thing. I don't know. It's it's taking off. We're gonna, we're gonna have to cut it, Daniel, or, or else we're gonna keep doing this. <laughs> well, I mean, just say 
then just reword word the question. Why is Batman the greatest superhero? <laughs> well, well, do you know why hero villain became the question for, you know, the this or that? It was because we had all those Tennessee players on. And it basically, oh, yeah. yeah. And so we were finding out if they embraced being the villain or if they like being the hero. And it's kind of stuck. So the question may be on its way out the window now that we've been, inter- uh, you know, interviewing <laughs> LSU, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss boys. Mm, yeah. Oh, good. All right, Hunter. Last question, man. Would you rather have massive success by accident or modest success on purpose? I don't know. I always say I'd rather be lucky than good. Uh, so if we reframed it, if you could make $20 million playing baseball or you could be given $100 million from the lottery, what would you rather do? Probably play, I mean, baseball. Hey. It's harder. I mean, it's, work pays off. I appreciate and, the answer. So, I, I, I can respect that, but – we're talking about somebody giving you a hundred million dollars. <laughs> Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing: where I come from, twenty million, hundred million ain't that much difference. Well, I don't know where you're from, but where I'm from, hey, that is a big difference. Where, where he's from here, well, Daniel. We live in Mississippi, bro. It's a different world than Florida. I'm trying to tell you. I we, mean, we're down home. We don't care. Twenty million's plenty to live off of. Hey, twenty million. You're right. Twenty million is plenty to live off of, but. If someone's like, hey, would you rather have 20 million or would you rather have a hundred million? I know what my answer is gonna be a hundred percent of the Yeah. So 20 million playing the game you love is pretty good. Uh you know, I I, I respect it. I do. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna I probably if I was asked the same question, I would say the same thing. So I I, I kid a lot, you know, and that's one of the questions where yeah, it, it means more when you earn it. Obviously, it's not as much as if somebody was just to give you a lump sum of money, but it makes you feel better about the money you get when you earn it, for sure. So, Hunter, man, it's uh, it's been it's been awesome, dude. I'm glad to have you on. We're going to let you bounce up out of here, but before you do, anything you want to plug or promote? Not really. I mean, just, I mean, I really just give all my success to God and my family. So that's about it. All I got to say. Well, I had a feeling that you, you didn't have anything to plug or promote, but I'm, <laughs> that's, that's, that's why I'm prepared. So I'm going to tell everybody, if they want to know more about Hunter Hines, if you just want to know about him, just the regular dude, just what is he doing on a typical Tuesday night? Going over to Instagram at Hunter Hines 44. Or if you want to see him hit massive bombs that never land, go on over to Hail State BB on Instagram, and you can see it all. And then since he's a man of God on Sunday, do a little praying for him. He'll do a little praying for you. And who knows, Hunter, if the stars align and everybody's, you know, on point, you guys might might be back in Omaha. And who knows, you get lucky, play good, you get hot at the right time. You might be hoisting another national championship, man. That's what we're looking for. Absolutely. Well, Hunter, man, it's been a, a privilege. We're glad we got a chance to have you on and talk to you. If there's anything we can do for you along the way, please don't hesitate to reach out to us, man. Yes, sir. I appreciate y'all. That's Hunter Hines, everybody. 
If you like hearing Hunter's story or you just like hearing us average Joe's talk X's and O's, please like and share the podcast on Facebook, retweet us on Twitter, listen and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, and Anchor. As always, comments, ratings, feedback, everything. All your love is always welcome. We'll see everybody next time. We got episode 27 coming at you where we're going to be talking to Cubs minor league baseball player Connor Nolan. This has been the In Off the Bench podcast. As always, remember, strong body, sharp minds, grit and grind all the time. We out.